Hi there, I'm Diego Villegas, and welcome to the Amplifying Persistence podcast. This podcast serves as a platform for college students to share their stories, navigating through institutions of higher education. Today, we will be talking with Giselle Juarez. Giselle has recently graduated from Cal State East Bay with a major in health science. She's a proud Latina first-gen graduate who persevered through the challenges higher education threw at her. She tells us about her experiences commuting to school, taking care of her mental health, and her hopes for the future. Now, on to my conversation with Giselle. Hi, Giselle. How are you? Hello. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good as well. Thanks. Um, so to start off, could you introduce yourself? Um, maybe tell us where you go to school, um, what grade you're in, what you're majoring in, what you majored in, um, or just anything like that to kick us off. Hello, everyone. My name is Giselle Juarez. Um, I grew up in the Bay Area, and for college, I attended CSU East Bay um, and just graduated this spring semester with a degree in health science. Yeah, congrats on graduating. How do you feel? Um, Good. It's one of my biggest accomplishments yet, so I'm really happy that I got that done. Um, And now, on to the next chapter. Yeah. Do you have any idea of what that next chapter is going to be? I have a couple... um, but right now I'm kind of just flowing, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's good to take a break from mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Yeah, to prepare for what's to come in the future, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned that you majored in uh, public health, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, could you tell me about uh, what, interest, what interested you in that major? Um, yeah, so initially when I started my started as a freshman, I was undeclared um, interested in nursing. Um, so I was doing all my prereqs in nursing. Um, and there I kind of found a passion um, with trying with trying to solve like the health equity. Um, growing mm-hmm. up, I saw that a lot in my family and around um, my community. So um, I thought with this degree, I could help people stay as healthy as possible mm-hmm. yeah that's really good um so when did you decide to make the the flip or the switch um my when i finished my second year in college that's when i um i made the, the change mm-hmm. yeah that's really cool um so you mentioned freshman year and i wanted to start off with your admissions process and sort of figure out what that was like for you um, could you tell me about how the application process for college, um, how that went for you? Um, so to apply to college, um, I had like ups and downs. Um, mm-hmm. One of the challenges was kind of not knowing where to go and what major to choose. So I didn't know where to really start. Um, mm-hmm. But thankfully to help me, um, uh, I was in this program called College Track and they and that organization um, helps to mentor us um, through high school and college. Hmm. That's really cool. Um, when did you start with College Track? Um, I started my freshman year of high school um, and then all the way to college graduation. 
oh really that's really cool yeah um how did the levels of support that they offer you change from freshman year of high school to now um so in high school it's mostly just college prep with like um act sat prep um and basically being a strong competitor for to get into college um Mm -hmm. and then once they kind of send us off to college um we're partnered with one mentor and every for the for those four years we're like constantly checking in how we're doing in grades um and just how uh, in general how life is and how college life is Mm -hmm. yeah um how did you find the uh support from your mentor to be like um I really enjoyed it honestly I always tell her that uh, without her help I don't think I would be in this point and done with my undergrad uh-huh. um I think with college it kind of like surprised me with some challenges um and whenever they would come up um, I would just talk to her and she would be able to kind of mentor me and tell me everything's going to be okay and like we're going to get through it so it was nice having somebody in my corner um whenever I needed help yeah that's really good um what would you say were some of the main challenges when you were applying to college um for oh it's been a while um to uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh challenges to apply to college I think one was um the financial um initially um i was looking at different colleges and i would go straight to see their tuition and mm-hmm. seeing that number was very scary um especially coming from a low income family so i was like mm-hmm. there's no way i can afford this um and that's where also college track helped me to get scholarships and thanks to them i was able to afford um to go to college mm-hmm. um but yeah i would say that's my biggest that was my biggest challenge mm-hmm. that's really good um or not the challenge but it's good that you had support <laughs> <laughs> to get through that um oh, what was i gonna ask oh uh you're a first gen student right yeah so how was how was it like um like how did you feel not really having your family to support you on that journey um it was kind of like hard because if I was at home trying to prepare for my application and I had like a question like right there I I had to wait until I got to um school or my program college track um Mm -hmm. but yeah it was hard not to be able to ask questions like how do I fill my FAFSA how do I um submit my college application um I, and I also had to be accountable for the deadlines. Um, and it was just like little things that made it made the process a lot harder. Yeah. Um, would you say that like if a younger student came up to you and like asked you for support to get through this, do you think that you'll be like that you're in a position right now to help them or like that you after going through that process, do you feel like you could support the student go through that? Um, yeah, because well, since I already went through it. Um, uh-huh. I think, yeah, and especially, like, now I have, like, little cousins who, uh-huh. um, like, I'm kind of offering my help to, like, hey, like, I know you're a senior, 
and mm -hmm. you're about to start to apply. So if you have any questions, let me know and I could do my best to find the answer or help you however I can. So um, mm -hmm. it's kind of nice to being able to help my cousins who are also first gens in their family yeah. and be able to support them. Yeah, that's really good. Um, is there anything that you would change about the college admissions process after like your experience? Um, from seeing like also other students, I know a lot of students really stress out about te the testing, the SAT mm -hmm. and ACT. Um, and sadly, a lot of schools in my district aren't don't don't have that support for students mm -hmm. um and that already puts at, puts us at a disadvantage and i don't think those test scores really should define a person's success of where mm -hmm. they end up in college so i think that that's the main that's one of the big thing i would change mm -hmm. yeah i definitely agree with you and I think it's really good that many schools now are actually going like test optional or just like not even taking the SAT or the ACT. Yeah. yeah. Um, so moving on to your actual experience at CSU East Bay, um, in like three words, how would you describe your experience overall? Ooh, three words. Um, I would say challenging, mm -hmm. but eye-opening and and i would just say fun <laughs> uh -huh. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good um could you elaborate a little on why you chose those words um uh, yeah so challenging um one of my biggest challenges in college was um was mental health with with mental mm -hmm. health um that's something that in high school i never really heard about it so when I, when it happened to me in college, I was kind of like caught off guard and didn't know how to handle the situation. Mm -hmm. um, and then eye-opening because um, in college, you're able to meet so many people from all over the world um, who come mm -hmm. with different ideas and different backgrounds. Um, and I was able to learn so much from them. Um, and then fun, um, besides all the stressful work and, and everything that comes with college, <laughs> uh -huh. um, I think it's important that, um, to get the full, full college experience, we, we take the time to really enjoy that college life. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love that you enjoyed your experience. Could you tell me about what the transition from high school to college was like for you? Uh, yeah, so it was both kind of easy and challenging at the same time. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, easy because I was kind of already used to the workload because I went for high school. I went to a charter school, so they were already um, giving me so much work. Um, mm -hmm. So that transition to college it was i was kind of already prepared that i was going to have a lot of workload mm -hmm. um and then challenging was because initially i was um going in the pre-nursing route um uh -huh. um i had to really step up and actually study and 
for every class, um, my final goal was to get an A to be as competitive as possible. So I think mm-hmm. from the start, college was already very stressful for me. Um, there wasn't like, oh, I could just relax and just seize get degrees <laughs> type uh-huh. of attitude. Um, so I had to really be, from the start, I really had to be um, on top of my work and everything that I did. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, did you feel like you had enough support from like your professors or maybe like tutoring services or anything to like help you get through those? Um, there was tutoring and I mean, I guess professors did try to show support, um, but kind of like at the end of the day, they're just there to lecture us. Like they would just Uh go and leave. Um, so I kind of had to find my own little study group and, um, change my study habits and to try to pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, and you were also a commuter student, right? Yeah. Um, so how did having to commute to school impact um, your time to study or like just get to school in general? Um, yeah, so to get to my school driving, it takes like 30-ish minutes, but um, I don't drive. <laughs> well, when I started college, I didn't drive, so I had to take public uh-huh. transportation. So it would take me... Uh, like an hour plus just to get to school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had to be um, very strict and really work on my time management. Um, and then there was always that stress of like, if the bus is late or the BART is late, like I'm going to be late to class. Or like if mm-hmm. I had a 7, 7 a.m. class, um, I had to wake up like two hours, three hours before that class. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Um, I'm also, I was also in cross country and track. So when that started, uh-huh. when that started my second year, we had practice starting at seven. So I would have to wake up at like five to catch bus and BART um, to get to school. And then sometimes it would be so late and then I would still have to come back and um, still study and do all my work and then just mm-hmm. redo it again the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, Thanks for bringing up cross-country and track. Can you tell me a little bit more about your experience in that? Um, Yeah, so um, I was what is called a a walk-in. No, not a (laughs) walk-in. A (laughs) (laughs) walk-on. In high school, I did rowing um, competitively for Mm -hmm. four years. Um, And then I started college just like just going home to school. Uh-huh. Um, but during that year, like something was missing. Like I was like, I cannot just be a student. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I was missing that like sport community and that um, community where we push ourselves to um, be more and do more. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I reached out and was able to join the team. Um, and it, it was fun and it came with a lot of... Um, stress as well <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah yeah it's really good um, and what does it so you just uh, like walked walked on or walked in I forgot mm-hmm. which one it was <laughs> um, <laughs> what was that like like what was that process like for you mm, 
Um, well, since I was new to the sport, I felt like I had to learn everything quickly and kind of catch mm-hmm. on of like what every factor is of the t- of of the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think starting as a newbie and seeing how the other girls were already like on their like top shape and like knew what they were doing um Mm -hmm. that kind of put more pressure I kind of put myself put more pressure on myself to want to be as close to the other girls um Uh and that kind of led me to getting injured to over overly stressing and Mm -hmm. um really not performing well (laughs) yeah um yeah how was it like managing schoolwork and having track at the same time? Um, yeah, so when I had to manage all of that, that's kind of where my mental health issues kind of mm-hmm. started. Um, I just had so much on my plate every day that it kind of, mm-hmm. my brain, <laughs> it mm-hmm. kind of like took over and was just, um, I was always very down and negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a very stressful, dark time in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I laugh now, but like before, like it was like it was a whole recover journey to recover. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Did you receive any support from your school, or did you seek out any support? What was that like? Um. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um. But it took me a while to get the support. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I went with my issue on my own for like two years. Um, Every Uh day I would kind of just put a smile on my face. And if somebody said, how were you? I would be okay. Like, I'm fine. Smile and move on to try to hide it. Um, But after those two years, I was kind of like, I was just tired and um, I didn't have a lot of energy and Mm -hmm. I, from that point, like, I realized that, like, I wasn't okay, like, uh-huh. I, and that I needed to make a change, um, and uh-huh. obviously those two years on my own didn't work, so um, that's when I decided to seek out help um, and go on my road of recovery. Yeah. Um, what was that like for you? Um, or, like, do you feel like the support that you received was like helped you I mean it did but like (laughs) yeah um Um, yeah um well at first I didn't really see it and Mm -hmm. um when I went to go get help like I I was diagnosed with blank I I don't want to say it (laughs) but um um, they told me and I kind of was in denial and was kind of like, no, like that's not me just cause I had those stigmas that come with mental health. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like that cannot be me. So I, I once again, ignored it and put it in the back of my mind. Um, uh-huh. but I kind of pushed myself to keep going to get help. Um, mm-hmm. and slowly, um, I started getting like tips on what to do. And if I ever felt this way, like do this every day, work on thinking positive. And, um, um, and of course it was easier said than done. Um, uh-huh. but, um, 
I'm happy to say that I got there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really amazing. Um, and I was going to ask you about stigmas. Um, did you experience or did you come across like the stigmas that many Latinx families have about oh. mental health? Um, yeah. So since I kept it to myself so for so long, um, well, first, I didn't want to put that worry to my family. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to worry them like that something was wrong with me, but it wasn't physical, but like it was going to take me some time to mm-hmm. get there to like recover. Um and I kind of also knew that my family wasn't really aware about what mental health was. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of, like, I wasn't, I didn't know what it was either. Um, so I didn't really know how to express what was going on with me. So, uh-huh. um, and then um, also, I also kept it to myself for so long um, was because I didn't want them to look at me different. I didn't want them mm-hmm. to, like, pity me or like walk on eggshells eggshells around me um mm-hmm. yeah i think that's it <laughs> yeah um yeah thanks for sharing that um is there anything else you would like to say about uh your mental health um in college or um Are you good? i think that's it <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Um, I know it could be a lot to, especially share on on a podcast for the public. So thank you. Yeah. Um. But I also wanted to touch on the like financial aspects of things because I know you mentioned uh, you come from a low income family. Mm-hmm. Um. Could you tell me about how that was like for you? Like, did you feel prepared? Um. For the financial aspects of college, going in, or just like throughout the entire experience itself. Um, yeah, so initially, um, again, like looking at the like price tags of college, Mm -hmm. it was very scary. Um, and I know that in the back of my head, I, I always told myself that I, if I was going to go to college, it was going to be kind of like out of my pocket and I had to figure it out. Like Uh I couldn't put that worry on my family. Um, they already had bills and things to that they had to worry about so I was like college needs to be something that I need to be able to pay for on my own mm-hmm. um and thankfully again college track really helped me um they helped me um with like um helping me choose what college was best for me with mm-hmm. with them seeing the money that I had um and they kind of like help me budget and kind of see like okay if you go to this school this is how much you're going to spend this semester so that kind of Mm -hmm. um helped me which is also why i went to east bay because um we saw that that was the best uh, the best um school for me Mm -hmm. um and they also helped me get scholarships scholarships um i received two with them um Mm -hmm. and that's how i was able to pay for college and um not have that extra worry throughout those four years yeah that's good um would you say that csu east bay provided um like the adequate support for you um in terms of like financial aid and scholarships or um i never really yeah i never really went to them um Uh and i also know friends who always had issues when they went to like the financial office that they didn't get mm-hmm. their money on time and like because of that they were dropped from classes um mm-hmm. thankfully i didn't have to deal with any of that 
but I know other students do um, do have a harder time with with East Bay's um, financial support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and is there anything you feel like East Bay could do better to support students financially? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to answer it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's I'm sorry. Don't. <laughs> no, don't worry. Like, they can just give more money. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for that. Um, and so, like, your experience applying for scholarships was also good as well. Um, yeah. You would say? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was, again, college check. <laughs> they really came in clutch with, um, with uh-huh. really helping me um, and getting, getting that support. Yeah, it's really good. Um, really just shouting out college track <laughs> during the yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, let's see um, another thing I wanted to talk about is COVID because um, I know it impacted a lot of our experiences in college um, could you tell me about how the pandemic impacted your final years of college uh-huh. um, so I think COVID started um my third year so I was in this online thing for like a year and a half Mm -hmm. um and I would say I had both like negative and positive things Uh um negative was of course this whole pandemic was happening and everything was so new so it was just um, extra stress of uh, worrying of loved ones uh potentially getting sick um since they couldn't, a lot of my family couldn't take like time off work. Um, mm-hmm. So they had to go and go out there in, in this scary world that we're living yeah. in right now. <laughs> um, so that was um, the negative side, always being stressed of what can, what can happen. Um, and I think the positive thing that came out of this whole pandemic um, was that for once I felt that I was able to rest and not be on my feet and like doing a hundred things at once. Mm-hmm. Um, with the pandemic, I didn't, there, I didn't have to compete. So I, I didn't, I just had to train around my house and run around the uh-huh. neighborhood. Um, and that was kind of at my own time. So I could finally rest and get well. Um, yeah, I was just able to rest. Um, and then with school, um, it did feel a little off since I'm a very, I try to be as interactive. It was very different mm-hmm. just being here in my room and just hopping on on Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, because you were commuting, so you were waking up really early in the morning to go to school. And then all of a sudden, like. You didn't have to wake up two hours before school started. Yeah. To that, so that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you like having your classes online? Did you like the online setting? Um, kind of. Again, like I miss talking to people and like and like interacting with them and like seeing my friends uh-huh. and just getting to meet people. 
Um, and also just talking to the professor, it was different in Zoom. Like if I had a question, I had to make like an appointment. Like I couldn't just walk up in class after after class and um, and ask my question. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you still feel like you were part of like the CSU East Bay community or did it just feel like you were just hopping onto a class on like random class on Zoom? Um, um, or did you, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, I think it kind of with Zoom, it kind of does lose the whole community thing. Um, mm -hmm. You hop on Zoom and you see 20 little boxes and that's it. <laughs> the, uh -huh. the whole day. So you kind of do lose that whole sense of being with people and being together and like uh -huh. being like because in class you see that people are passionate about the material and what they're teaching and um and zoom it's different like <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yeah definitely um how do you think your how do you think csu east bay responded to the pandemic and like everything shutting down like do you feel like the transition was good or I mean, it was also new, so, like, mm -hmm. they, can't really, they couldn't, like, really know what was going on, but do you feel like yeah. they could have done better? Um, yes. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> um, for starters, I think East Bay was one of the last schools to, like, completely shut down. Um, a bunch mm -hmm. of, like, universities around us were, like, already transitioning to the Zoom world. Um, mm -hmm. But my school was still, like, you have to go to class. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think they could have done better in that like knowing that this virus is coming and we don't know anything about it like why would you risk your students to still go um when we mm -hmm. could still learn the material safe and home mm -hmm. um and then i think when we were actually in zoom and in home when they finally like closed um mm -hmm. i think for the most part my professors did they tried their best of course it was like a quick like yeah. switch so i um i think they tried their best to make it as uh, an environment for us to continue learning um mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely um did the pandemic or the online school change your like priorities or goals in school um i would say maybe for like career-wise um, uh -huh. the pandemic really brought like light into like the different health disparities that um, are going on in different communities um, and mm -hmm. then seeing that it kind of grew my passion even more for um, to help my community to stay as healthy because some people are not as fortunate to have um, everything so mm -hmm. um, yeah that that kind of grew my passion to to continue this degree. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and then one final question about COVID. Um, how do you feel um, like graduating? Or did you have an, an online graduation or in-person graduation? Uh, we had an in-person. Mm -hmm. how, how do you feel at that moment? Um, like after everything being done and like uh -huh. um, not being online anymore? Yeah. As a first-gen student as well. Mm -hmm. so I think with finishing classes since it was zoom it was pretty uneventful I turned in my uh -huh. last assignment and it was just 
I finish on a random Tuesday <laughs> uh, on my own. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but I'm happy that um, East Bay did plan. Like we had a little like um, a car. They called it car mensment. Um, mm-hmm. where I was able to get out of the car and my family kind of drooped next to me like I was um, walking the stage. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I kind of like that my family was able to see me graduate and cross the stage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and so, okay, so you mentioned your communities um, in a little while ago. Um, and I also wanted to ask you about... Um, what those communities were and maybe like how your identity has been impacted by like your CSU East Bay experience. Uh-huh. Um, so with my identities, I strongly identify as um, Hispanic, uh, woman, mm-hmm. uh, first gen. Um, I think those are like three, three main ones. Three main ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And then what was the like second? Um, how has like your identities been impacted by the by your college experience? So before entering college and kind of when I was younger, I was kind of you could say ashamed of my that identity of being Hispanic because mm-hmm. um it wasn't seen as norm as normal and uh-huh. um I felt that I had to kind of hide that part of me by um, trying to hide my accent, learning big vocabulary words to make myself sound um, as knowledgeable as possible. Um, and uh-huh. then um, entering college, I saw how people were just being proud of who they were. And um, mm-hmm. I met a lot of people who um, also identify as Hispanic and I was and seeing that, I was kind of like, it made me realize that why am I hiding this big part of me that I should be proud of and embrace? At the end of the day, this is who I am. And mm-hmm. I should be proud to show who I am and not have to hide it. And then in college, I also met strong women. So that kind uh-huh. of um, pushed me to keep believing on myself. A lot of people are like... Um, that who get jobs are regularly men and who are a lot more successful. Um, so meeting wow. these strong uh, women um, really showed me that I can do it in this world and be successful and be able to do anything that I put my mind to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so overall, would you say that you felt safe and supported at CSU East Bay? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that East Bay does have a strong like community. Um, mm-hmm. Wherever you you'll find you'll find a community in either classes or sometimes I would just be walking to class and I would meet somebody. Uh-huh. Um, so I think a lot of a lot of students who go to East Bay are very open and friendly and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, did you experience imposter syndrome um, at any point during your? time there i'm sorry what is that (laughs) imposter syndrome (laughs) um imposter syndrome is like when you feel out of place or like sort of like the imposter in in, um, a space so like oftentimes in like um 
in college, a lot of like students of color feel like they don't belong because they're like surrounded by other white students and they're like, this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if like you've experienced that because of your Hispanic identity or also because uh, your female identity, like, Um, or also being first gen, like, did you feel like you didn't belong at any point in college? I think when I experienced that was when I was in like the nursing um, path, um, you don't see a lot of Hispanic. Um, so um, I experienced this in nursing because you don't see a lot of Hispanic um, nurses in like mm-hmm. the medical field. Um, so I didn't really have somebody to kind of look up to or like see it as a mentor. Um, mm-hmm. I, that's kind of maybe where where I felt out of place. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. Um, and so looking towards the future now that you've graduated, um, like, what do you hope to do uh, sometime in the near future? Uh-huh. Um, like, what are your goals? Yeah. Um, so I think I kind of have two-ish goals. Um, uh-huh. One of my goal is to actually go back to school and get my degree in nursing. Um, mm-hmm. That's still something that I've always had in the back of my mind. Um, and to be able to kind of be there to advocate advocate for patients, um, mm-hmm. um, especially now since with like whole COVID, usually it's just the patient, the nurse, and the doctor. Um, mm-hmm. And there's nobody else to advocate for them. So that's somewhere where I want to um, go. Um, mm-hmm. But in the meantime, until nursing school happens, um, uh-huh. I want to find ways to help my community stay as healthy as possible, to, as possible um, whether that's being um, health educator or just doing community outreach um, to share um information in communities that don't have those resources mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's great thank you um and what overall would you say that was like your favorite part of your college experience or, like what is what is what is one thing that you enjoyed from your college experience um uh, i think well first just meeting so many people like like-minded people um mm-hmm. and being able to grow with them and finish this path of college um mm-hmm. uh, and growing those friendships that you're gonna have forever um and I think another thing finding who I truly am and finding mm-hmm. my passions and um seeing what I want to do for the future. Um, I really enjoyed that, that I was able to um, learn that about myself. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Thank you. Um, and then another question. Um, if you had a magic wand um, to, and you could like change anything about like higher education or college in general, like what would you change? Oh, um... I think the financial aspect of college, I know that mm-hmm. that part really um, stops people from going. Um, mm-hmm. 
and it's unfortunate that some people because some people don't have they don't have the extra expenses or don't are not able to get out take out loans mm-hmm. um, and they miss this opportunity to go to college and grow and um and just grow and no quote, <laughs> and grow and just grow their knowledge and uh, be able to um uh, do more with their life um, mm-hmm. so I think if the financial aspect wasn't there more students would be able to actually go to college yeah yeah thank you um, and for our final question um, could you tell me about what college means to you uh-huh um, so it means a couple things uh, for uh-huh. starters um, I kind of went through college um, because of my family, um, mm-hmm. just because they did so so much for me to get to the point that I am today. So I feel like getting my college degree um, is a way to kind of pay back what they did and um, all uh-huh. the, um, oh, I'm blanking out on the word, um, not like give, but. Sacrifices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they my um seeing how um, <laughs> um seeing all the sacrifices my family had to do um I feel like uh, I couldn't let that go to waste and mm-hmm. I had to do more for myself and I knew they wanted to see me succeed. College is a way that um that will open doors for me mm-hmm. um to have a better life. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then what college means and then I would say the second thing is uh, one of my one of my professors um, would always say that um, knowledge is power so Mm -hmm. what I learned in college I'm going to be able to apply it to help um, hopefully hundreds of people and um, be able to make an impact in um, in my community and be able to help them um, live a better life Mm-hmm. yeah thank you um and that's all the questions i have for you today i don't know if there's anything else you would like to share before we head out um i would say a little just advice is wherever you kind of end up in life um just really make the best of it um and enjoy what you truly are doing thank you so much for being here on the podcast today um i really loved having you here and listening to your uh, experience um, and yeah congrats on graduating again um, and I can't wait to see what you do in the future thank you and thank you for having me and letting me tell my story and experience <laughs> yeah thank you